I'm Aaron Chen, and welcome to Startup Rose Season 3. Startup Rose is Garage Society's podcast for the time-thirsty entrepreneur to discover the latest of what's brewing in the Hong Kong startup ecosystem. On today's episode, we're brewing with Nikita Learn and Oscar Kwan of Wantedly, a social recruitment platform from Japan that helps companies date the millennial and new generation workforce with growing presence all over Southeast Asia. Welcome Nikita and Oscar. So why don't we start with a little self-introduction of you guys, who you guys are and what do you do in Wantedly? Hi, uh, my name is Nikita and I do marketing at Wantedly Hong Kong. I'm Oscar from Wantedly and I mainly focus on business development and partnership as well. Awesome. So what brought you guys into Hong Kong's startup ecosystem? Because from my understanding, Wantedly really is a platform that's different from a lot of like bigger recruiters that focus more on having their clients go into bigger corporates. But Wantedly seems to focus a lot on the startup ecosystem and connecting the millennial workforce with that ecosystem. So what brought you guys each personally into this startup ecosystem? I was uh, at a traditional like big company before uh, doing marketing as well. So it's more like timing and luck that I got into Wantley. So I didn't like specifically choose a startup company or like a smaller scale company. So um, it's just like I'm looking for marketing and this company seems very fun, have uh, a lot of young um, colleagues. So yeah, that's like how I chose this company. It's more like the vibe, the team of it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, before I joined Wantali, I was actually a uh, recruiter. Um, so yeah, um, so I guess uh, back then my job was uh, quite traditional. Uh, it's, uh, it's very straightforward. I um, uh, like reaching out companies and just uh, um, and then um, match candidate with them. Uh, and I guess um, the reason that I joined Wantley and also startup is uh, I guess uh, I get to have more like autonomy and also like ownership instead of just. Uh, uh, working on recruitment, but I also can like uh, working on different projects. So in recruitment, so I guess it's the reason why I joined uh, startup. Well, something that's very interesting from what you guys were sharing is that it seems like the purpose behind joining Wantley is more of a connection with personal value of something that you find it to be rewarding and not so much the company's big or the salary package is good, but it's something that you want to have ownership in and it's something that you find purpose in. So there was a study on, in Goldman Sachs um, that they did on millennials. And basically millennials for them is a generation that came to age, so they grew up around two, the two, year 2000, so they're either born between 1980 or 2000, the latest. So that's kind of the generation that's uh, referred to as millennials. And they have been characterized and described as being less loyal to companies and more inclined to leave for jobs that more closely match with their personal values. So a lot of millennials actually, unlike their parents, they would like to choose companies that actually maybe not necessarily as big, as powerful, as well-known, but something that they actually enjoy doing, they find interesting and match with their personal value and something they can have ownership and they can find a sense of purpose in. So why, why do you think that is? What's the difference between millennials and a generation prior? 
Yeah, you're right. Uh, I guess the millennials workforce, uh, and also especially in Hong Kong nowadays, we see they are eager to looking for change. They are looking. They no longer are just looking for a like a stable income or like the working experience, but they're also looking for a job that can uh, with a purpose. And also, they're also looking for a job that can fit their personality. So not only the hard feather, but the soft feather as well. We always share with uh, clients or poten potential leads that will use uh, one tool that millennials are different because of like the change of tech in society that um, people like youngsters in Hong Kong, they are growing up in a rather wealthy um, like generation or area. So money is not always the top uh, criteria they look at. So it's more like, um, so when you grow up, you get a lot of things you could through uh, your parents. So I, I, when I grew up, uh, I start to work and I will think about like, what do I really like? What do I want instead of, oh, how much could I get from this job? And also I think the experience you can get from a company is very, very important. So which could like, um, they could express, like company-wise, they could express through like um, recruitment marketing and what, what they show to the candidates. So technology is, has been like a driving force and also the kind of social welfare, it being more of an affluent society than um, previously, maybe our parents' generation, they had to like fight through um, a tougher situation. Maybe some, some even have to fight through poverty. So I see those being the driving force, but other driving force you think there are beside those two that um, drive millennials to work for um, smaller companies and startups instead of bigger corporates? One of the bigger reasons is that the responsibility I can get in a smaller size company. So back then at a traditional bigger uh, size like MNC, especially when I'm a junior, I, all I can do is like follow what the manager says. And without experience, I also couldn't do much because I didn't know how to do it. If you compare with like a startup, even they hire a lot of juniors, they will have a say inside some decisions. And it's, it's actually like this in Wantily. Like I am not a very experienced marketer, but I still get a lot of autonomy. And like Japan headquarters will not have a lot of control on us. They just uh, let us do what's the best for the market because it's a di very different market between Japan and Hong Kong. Yeah. I really can't imagine that for a Japanese company. Yeah, it, it's very different from a traditional Japanese company. Yeah. But of course, there must be uh, pros and cons, right? Working in company and corporate, right? So we are not saying uh, startup is uh, it's the best, right? Of course, uh, corporate company, they also have their value. For example, like, have more like uh, career progression or more job security, right? But I guess uh, for startup, why millennials nowadays they really want to join this kind of ecosystem, right? I guess uh, as, same as the killer what she has said, um, the the ownership, right, and also the just the vibe um, that people can work together, uh, and it, it's so much uh, efficient when you're working on a project, right? Because um, in the corporate environment, if you want to propose something, you have to get many approval, uh, the hierarchy as well. And, but in a startup, um, yeah, you have very much 
more efficient as well. So I'm sure you guys work with a lot of um, clients or like a lot of millennials workforce that use your platform to try to look for jobs. Um, so just based on that, I'm sure you guys are expert in this group. So what kind of characteristics do you think millennials have um, in their working habits that makes them different from the generation before them? In the previous uh, generation, right, they tend to work in a very uh, um, like corporate setting they always like wait for listening for orders and then they just take order to do it and uh, working in a very stable uh, working condition but I guess uh, Mineno nowadays because they are more enjoy working in a more flexible uh, condition right uh, they, uh, they have more um, flexible working hours environment and um, I think it's this kind of uh, mentality can will actually more result driven I would say uh, that really uh, help in startup ecosystem. I think it's the opportunity to learn because there is so much information we can get nowadays through internet, and there are a lot of things they could try. And so, um, if they could have like this opportunity to learn a lot of different aspects uh, in a company, so. Um, let's say like compare with traditional uh, traditional company, if you work in marketing, uh, you can be very specific in like event marketing. Then so every day, every month you're doing event stuff. But uh, in a startup uh, like what I'm doing now, uh, I basically touch everything in marketing, like, like PR, online events, everything. So you can try as many things as possible. And then maybe in the future when you want to change job and go to other companies, you will know what you like. So I definitely see the two things that attract millennials to a startup is that one is flexibility, maybe flexibility in working space, working hours, and the second one is the opportunity to learn. You know, they really get to touch more things, and I think millennials also look for challenges more than comfort as young people. So I see, I see the attraction that millennials um, want to go into startup and their ecosystem, and that also explains why Hong Kong is such a big startup hub as well as Shenzhen. Um, but why would startups want to hire millennials with their limited budget? You know, I'm sure you guys have worked with uh, corp, uh, clients from the startup side, from the business side. And w why do they want to hire millennials who are maybe inexperienced and not don't really know how to do things as well as more experienced people? First of all, because uh, most of the startups, they are very tech savvy, right? They are very digital uh, savvy. So, and for millennials, for sure, they have definitely more knowledgeable in uh, technical uh, new skills like uh, programming skills, digital marketing, or more creative uh, skills as well. So, definitely, if startup they looking for uh, te technical people, so millennial can definitely add value for them. Yeah, and that's the that's the hard skills that they they, they have. Yeah, and uh, yeah, culture-wise, um, millennials are more hustle. They are having, they have more like result-driven. Um, like I said, um, maybe compared to more senior people, they are uh, they used to working in an environment for, like which is very stable. Uh, they working in a, only work for working hours. Like after working hours, they will like they will shut themselves off, right? So I guess this kind of mi mindset is different as well. I'd say is the the speed, so it's more like how quickly they can learn. Not saying that like senior people, they, they, they don't learn quickly or, <laughs> or stupid or something, <laughs> but it's more like the environment they grew up. So they, they grew up with computers and techs and 
and everything is like very new. They have to take in a lot of information. Right. So it's just um, the environment that makes them learn quickly and um, like touch a lot of different aspects of uh, topics and, and knowledge. Also, millennials are more mobile. You could say like they are less loyal to a company, right, yeah. but the opposite way to say is they are more mobile. This is also because they want to change and try new stuff. So they probably won't stay in one company for too long. And like according to our research we did with Nielsen recently, um, we were doing a white paper about millennial job seekers. Oh, awesome. So um, on average, millennials will change up um, within three years. In, yeah, this millennials in Hong Kong. The good thing is that when recruiters approach uh, millennials, um, they are more likely to change jobs because the time frame they're staying in one company is shorter. Right. But at the same time, they think they need to think about how to do the retention to have these young people, young workers, to stay uh, for longer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I really um that point about them being more tech savvy because they're first generation of digital native. A lot of people call them like they grew up in their internet age. So does that mean that when recruiters approach them or you know you guys building a recruitment platform, do you have to cater to that in order for them to use your platform? Do you mean, you mean how, how do we find the tech talents? Yeah, because um, I, would, I think for the generation prior, because they're less tech savvy, mm. so maybe recruiters will actually approach them in a different way mm, okay. than, um, you know, than how they approach millennials yeah. when they use like a lot of bigger digital platforms. Mm -hmm. So how do you guys um, cater to that generation of millennials okay. when you're building your recruitment platform? For us, we focus a lot online. So um, one of the terms we call ourselves is a social recruitment platform. So we do a lot of recruitment marketing through social media in that we have like job ads on social media and also um, blog posts we call Wantily Story, which we interview uh, our clients, companies, and then write a story that caters to millennials. So instead of reading like PR uh, statements and news from the company's websites or traditional media, we'll write like a very colloquial um, articles that fits uh, what young people like to read. Uh, yeah, great. so the wording, the tone, the terms we use are very like close to what they're using now. Right. Yeah, to, to attract them, yeah. That's, that's very interesting. And I think, uh, yeah, like you said, in nowadays, new media age, right? And also with the technology, like, uh, really booming and, and job opportunities are actually everywhere. Yeah. So if uh, a job seekers, they, they simply search a job title, and I guess there's a, already a thousand of uh, job opportunities for them to, uh, to look for it. And I guess, uh, like the kid has said, for if an employer they want to like stand out. They want to like uh, target those, uh, attract those uh, talent. Um, yeah, um, they need to really have to showcase their unique like uh, culture or their employer stories, something like that. Yeah. So I think that links back to trying to connect with the values that they have personally and a sense of purpose they want to find in their work. So that's why you do, I'm sure you guys do a lot of copywriting to make the story attractive to them and not so much just focus on, oh, here's your salary, here's your job, here's the benefits, how many annual leaves you have, but more so much on like the company story, the brand, and try to connect with them. 
So about the point that you uh, mentioned about millennials being more mobile, I think some companies might think that's a good thing, like they can move around. But what about the other side of things like retention? So do companies worry about you know how you can retain them? And is that something you guys also have to work with millennial workforce as to how you can possibly retain them in a company? So at the moment, we focus more on external employer branding. And that's uh, like showing potential candidates like what our company is like, what the team is like inside. But um, some a small number of clients starting to look at internal employee branding as well. So we will help them to do like um, blog posts and also maybe some social media materials to have uh, to, for them to create some documents maybe for their internal use. For example, they have some events and um, they have photos and they do some um, blog posts online. So look like they have some internal like family group and then yeah, those kind of things. Yeah, to, to have them to stay more packed. And I think our belief in recruitment, right? We want to uh, make the whole recruitment process is uh, like a full funnel because traditionally, uh, tenant acquisition, acquisition is only like uh, you have vacancy and then you just post a job and then you interview them and then you just hire them and that's it. That's the, the end of the funnel. But I, in our uh, philosophy, right, uh, we want to, uh, it's like a full funnel. In the awareness stage, like uh, we want to uh, showcase our culture and story to attract the like-minded talent together. So, um, and then once uh, really, when they become our, the, the employees, they also become the ambassador as well of the, to represent the company to like to share this kind of message. So in so it's more like a, like a full funnel, like a talent acquisition. Yeah. So it's almost like you're following um, them through their almost like a buyer's journey kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how about um? I know Wantali has um presence in Southeast Asia, so not just Hong Kong, but from, a Japanese, from Japan, so Japan obviously, and also Singapore. So you guys have a s office in Singapore. Right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. So are the two markets or like startup ecosystem very different? Just from, um, I know you have a Singaporean team, so maybe like they have studied that market a lot, but from what you know, um, are the two markets very different? Yeah, uh, from what I know, because uh, uh, it's interesting because uh, we recently read uh, an article. Uh, it talked about uh, the Singapore, like uh, the startup uh, ecosystem as well. And then it states that uh, actually, according to the statistic department, actually there's a 99% of uh, companies are actually SME. 99% uh, uh, of companies in Singapore is actually like uh, SME uh, companies. While in Hong Kong, I guess it's definitely we have more uh, like a corporate or enterprise company. Ninety nine percent. Yeah, yeah. We were surprised. Really? As well. that, that's ninety nine percent. Oh exactly. my goodness. So I guess uh, we, it means that maybe um, I guess in their market, right? They are definitely more open to adapt more like uh, new tools or new workflow, or they're more open to like new new things, basically. Uh, compared to us. And I guess in general, I guess their society because they're more diversified is how the city is shaped. So I guess if I apply this into work, right, I guess people are more open to speak up to each other. They're more willing to listen to others' opinion. So, and I guess maybe Hong Kong, we are still, we, I guess Hong Kong still take times uh, to pick up. And also, like, giving our status again, um, in Hong Kong, 
compared to Singapore, there are a lot more regional headquarters. So uh, like in this year, there are over 1,500 regional headquarters that's based in Hong Kong, and that number increases every year. So a, a little bit different uh, marketing tactics uh, between Hong Kong and Singapore uh, inside Wantily is that Singapore focuses more on offline, so they do a lot of events. Uh, whereas Hong Kong, we would like to have a more scalable uh, method to, to market out because we're a bit younger uh, than Singapore as well. So uh, we do more online uh, social media stuff. Yeah. Another point is that um, Singapore, they have a lot of SMEs, right? So when they have um, recruitment or HR-related events, a lot of the companies uh, within the events are... Uh, SMEs and people are still willing to join. On the other hand, in Hong Kong, when you have uh, an event, but there are no big brand names, uh, they're like the companies, people are more resistant. Right. Yeah, so it, it's still maybe Hong Kong people are a lot, a lot of them are focusing on finance yeah. and, and maybe um, retail or the big brand names. Right. So when you have um, one event, recruitment event that's all startup, maybe that's less attractive. Right. Yeah. Yeah, especially to fresh grads, right? Because yeah. a lot of fresh grads, um, I'm not sure what the status is, but I just mm. feel like a lot of them mm. really want to go into bigger corporates as the yeah. first job. Yeah. Is, is that true? Yes, I, I think so because I think big corporates have like good relationships with all the universities and like tertiary education schools. So when they were studying at uni they all like most of the companies they get to know about are maybe the corporates so unless they have some courses uh, courses talks about startup or innovation or tech stuff they will focus more on corporates at the end so we are trying to change this to teach um, millennials or younger people about there there are a lot of startups in Hong Kong and they're actually like very good they get good funding they can provide a lot of different opportunities compared to uh, corporates so you can might like might as well try both yeah so my question is how do you tap into that market because you say you're trying to teach them that right but how um, parti how like practically and uh, specifically how are you trying to tap into that market uh, in the past, we do quite a lot of events uh, at uni. So some are uh, recruitment fairs, we will have booths, uh, and then we also had some workshops. Online-wise, it's uh, social media. It's always um, Facebook or Instagram that we can touch uh, this group of people like deep and wide. So, yeah. So for uh, Singapore, is, so they focus more on events rather than um, these online things? But for you guys, you really try to do more um, online promotion and try to go into university, you know, try to capture their attention. I think a lot of us, you know, having graduate university not long ago, we know that there's a lot of those like big recruitment events, like maybe from the big four. And they have like those like Super Day and all those events that really attract a lot of people. How, how does Wantily try to compete with that? kind of event and how do you differentiate yourselves to try to attract these young people? I think for events it's more like an exposure for us at this stage because we are still very new in Hong Kong like less than two years. Oh. 
Honestly, there are still a lot of people don't know or understand about what what startup, and Wantley is still growing uh, at a like beginning stage. So we we usually don't have like a big um, just Wantley event at Unis. It's mostly like we join um, the recruitment fairs, right. and then we have our name out there. We talk to the students about like what Wantley is and. Um, like why why not try startups so they will start to learn about and through like word of mouth. Yeah, I guess uh, besides of uh, sharing event and also like story storytelling, uh, I guess we also are very active uh, partner with different companies and uh, not only uh, of course our priority is uh, startup and SME, but uh, we also want to discover more if. It's a, it's a corporate. They have also have a good, uh, unique culture. We also want to like showcase those story and and share on social media uh, to attract those talents as well. Yeah. So actually, recently, an um, Invest Hong Kong also um, dropped out a report, like a startup survey of all the startup committees, and we also participated. Um, Garage Society also was in that survey, and we helped them uh, made some infographic. And on it, one of the major stats that I see is that every year since the past four or five years, the amount of startups in Hong Kong have been growing increasingly, more and more every single year. And I'm sure for you guys, that's also a good opportunity to actually try to tap into millennials and connect them with startups. So I'm sure in the future, your business will, is going to bloom and is going to grow a lot just because of this opportunistic happening in yeah. Hong Kong. Yeah, definitely there's a potential. Our strategy, of course, we focus a lot of our user, our millennials. Our strategy also focus a lot in building our presence in the HR community as well. So I guess our mission is, uh, uh, is basically we want to discover more uh, company to educate them or to let them become more self-serve, to get to know how to have a marketing mindset. Because I, I guess in, in the past, HR or hiring manager or, or founders, um, uh, they may not be very marketing driven in terms of recruitment. Yeah, so I guess our mission here uh, uh, is to do a lot of um, to education as well. So definitely a, a huge potential. So my last question is, what's next for Wanted Leagues, given that the environment is in your favor, you know, the cars are in your favor, you know, what kind of um, strategy um, are you going to play or how do you see Wanted League grow in Hong Kong? And, you know, what's next, really, in the future for Wanted League? Next. What's next, Akira? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good colleague. <laughs> I'd say we're starting to, like, try looking at more bigger companies. Like, um, it's not easy, actually, because... Uh, as we said, like larger companies are more had more hierarchies, but ultimately we would like to change our mindset, especially in large companies like HR. Maybe they they're more traditional the mindsets, like they probably don't understand or they don't want to try like working with marketing. So maybe we can help them to have like a change internally in the HR, where where in HR they can. Within a child, they know like how marketing can help them. Yeah. So that's like a HR training thing you guys are trying yeah, to do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like maybe we'll hold some workshop and more like education, like tell them why marketing is really important in recruitment nowadays. 
It's not just like you put a drop post out and then uh, people will come in. It's not like this anymore. Mm. Yeah, because um, millennials, like this generation, we know a lot more information about the companies. Um, so it's like the opposite thing. Like companies uh, back then, they ask candidates a lot of questions. Uh, they want to know a lot about the candidate and maybe the candidates couldn't they, they didn't know what to ask about a company, but uh, with all the news and information we can get online, um, they, um, they would take more initiative to know about the company. So it's like a two-way, more like a two-way conversation between the company and candidates. And in this way, they would have a better match uh, when they choose a future employee. Yeah, I guess uh, in general, we just want to position ourselves uh, like a thought leader in, in, in tenant acquisition, especially in millennials recruitment. Uh, even though we have many services uh, to offer to company, but we just want to take a step back and then we just want to see what value we can add to the HR community. Like what, what's the, the challenges they are currently having? And we definitely see that uh, hiring millennials is, is nowadays the, one of the biggest uh, hiring challenge in not only startups, but SME, enterprise. Uh, this, they all have this kind of problem. So I guess um, we want to leverage our like, knowledge because we are all millennials. We, are, <laughs> uh, we also we acknowledge our, our, our platform and resources and just to yeah, share our insight with, to them. Yeah. So because really like the job landscape is changing, I think recruitment is also changing a lot. And I'm just, I'm also very excited, just like you guys, um, about how this is going to go about, you know, with the booming startup landscape in Hong Kong, Singapore as well. And just seeing, you know, where recruitment and also job hunting can go for millennials and also how this could all shape out is all very exciting to me. Yeah, so thank you guys. Thank you, Nikita and Oscar from Wantley for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. This has been Startup Notes by Garage Society. See you next time.